Why, hello there. How are you? Thank you for tuning in to Healthy-ish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and joining me in Body and Soul HQ, well, the hot seat, is our digital editor, Ashley Austin. And oh boy, have we got some stories to discuss this week. How are you? Healthy-ish, I hope. Very healthy-ish. Loving this spring weather. I've got a real spring in my step still. <laughs> Good to hear. And listeners, I have to let you in. As, as there is a thunderstorm at the moment around us. <laughs> well, around me. Can you hear it in the that background? Is. Spring weather. Yes. It, <laughs> and I feel like it always happens in spring. It's always stormy. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Anyway, what are That's we kick us off. What's the first topic of the week? Yes. So I found this story really, really intriguing. So if like me, you've tried to do your part for the environment, you've probably switched to paper straws. They're pretty useless as anyone who has tried to drink a smoothie with a paper straw can attest, you know, they're flimsy, they go soggy, they get all clogged and they make your drink taste like damp newspaper. But it turns out science has found an excuse for you to ditch them. So, you know, while plastic straws, we know we're not reverting back to them. We know they're no good for the environment. It turns out that paper and bamboo straws can be a health hazard. Oh, what? Which is really interesting. Gosh, okay. Tell me more. Tell us more. Some some paper and bamboo straws contain something called forever chemicals. So these long-lasting and potentially toxic chemicals that can linger permanently in the air, water, soil, and according to new research, these have been found in the coating of the straws. So when scientists in Belgium tested different straws from a range of supermarkets and fast food chains and retail stores, they found that most of them contain these synthetic chemicals called PFAs. Wow. So it was really, really interesting stuff that so many of us have switched to paper and bamboo because we think it's better for the environment, and it is, but it's not as good for our health. So these PFAs are chemicals that are persistent and they can accumulate in our bodies. That's why they call them forever chemicals. So they can remain there for really long periods of time and exposure to these has been associated with all sites, all kinds of things, like several types of cancer, a reduced immune response and different developmental and reproductive effects such as reduced fertility. So Goodness. some pretty big stuff there. Yeah. And while it does sound, it, it sounds scary, but it's, it's, not, it's not too late if you have been using them because this concentration of PFAs they found is really small. So the risk is quite low, but I would still advise to switch to stainless steel. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I mean, as yeah. we all become more aware of our toxic load and little ways we can try and reduce it, I mean, I suppose we can, suppose we can ditch the straw altogether. You know, one little bugbear yes. I have with the stainless steel is that I just can, like my kids use them and I can never wash them properly and I get nervous that there's mould in there. I yeah, you is need that the baby also damaging? Cleaner, which I find really totally, yeah, I mean food stuff that is rotting inside the straw also probably terrible for you, but you get those little pipe cleaners and they're so cute, those little baby chimney sweepers. I know, but sometimes I just don't have enough time. I'm like, okay, wash, wash, wash. 
Yeah, look, if you have three kids, you're probably not going to diligently clean the inside of all your straws. It's pretty low on the priority list. Yeah, exactly. But I suppose, you know, advice is maybe don't use a straw at all. Do we really need it? No, just take the lid off and drink it. Yeah, no. (laughs) Exactly. Well, from straws to parasites, the gut parasite cleanse is back. Now, I did see this floating around a bit earlier this year about this parasite cleanse going off on TikTok. But over the past few weeks, it's come back onto my radar. So I just had to talk about it today. I had to share it because, you know, just in case, dear listeners, you were maybe kind of sort of thinking of giving it a go, but we know you never would. But, you know, anyway. So basically, well, the trend is influencers are taking pics of their poo crawling with parasites. Yes. Nothing ceases to amaze me on TikTok. Some influencers aren't actually taking pictures of their poo. They're just kind of talking about all their symptoms, but there are poo pics. Anyway, what is it exactly? Well, what is the parasite cleanse? So according to medical news today, a parasite cleanse is any diet, supplement or other detox product that eliminates parasites from the body without prescription medications. Now, parasites are a thing. Sometimes a few of us can pick up a parasite when traveling to a foreign country like Mexico or Bali or wherever that may be and often experience the symptoms can be abdominal pain, bloating, gas, brain frog, teeth grinding, anxiety, constipation, insomnia, you know, the whole shebang. And Mm. often they can linger for years. Actually, my sister had a parasite. She lived in Nicaragua for a year. And she returned and had a lot of gut issues. And at the end of the day, after visiting many doctors and naturopaths, they came to the conclusion that it was a parasite. Mind you, she didn't um, do the parasite cleanse. (laughs) But she she took the advice of health practitioners. Absolutely, absolutely. But, okay, if you were thinking about doing this cleanse, I just want to confirm that no evidence at all. There's no scientific research that the parasite cleanse actually works. And this is according to lots of doctors I found talking about this on the internet who have been interviewed about this trend. So the only thing working is that influencers are claiming that they're picking up thousands of new followers when posting their poo. So for me, it's just another Mm. modern snake oil as once again, a gut parasite cleanse or a cleanse. It's always, it's always something to do with a cleanse. Yeah. You don't need to detox. Your body does a fantastic job of it. Yeah. We have everything we need. Anyway, I'm not even yes, going to leave links to the TikToks on, on the show notes. I think people can just go and pretty gross. explore for themselves. Yeah. It's it, a weird corner of the internet and once your algorithm <laughs> picks up on it, it just gives it to you over exactly. and over again. It just keeps <laughs> serving up that shit. Sorry, part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> Um, Ash, most click story of the week. Well, this is a bit of a gross one too. So I personally won't be doing this trend. I know we're bringing down the vibe, but my Instagram algorithm has been showing me a lot of colostrum. So it's been popping up. A lot of people have been adding colostrum to their coffee and their smoothies and their juices. So for those that don't know, colostrum is the first form of breast milk released by the mammary mammary glands immediately following birth. And this nutrient-dense milk plays a really important part in our early growth, seeing as it's, you know, high in protein and fat and substances that assist with our immune system development. So humans have it, other animals have it, 
And while it does have, you know, plenty of impressive benefits, I don't know the research that I've read isn't quite there to say that you need to be taking it in your morning coffee. So some people are saying it's the new collagen on social media, oh, wow. but the experts that we we spoke to did not, uh, they did not back up that claim. So, you know, what collagen is really great for boosting your overall protein t- intake and supporting that connective tissue, which can help with skin health. Colostrum is more for supporting the immune system and gut health, but even then it's it needs to be, you know, prescribed and used in conjunction with a health practitioner. So don't know if you should be getting your hands on any colostrum and adding it to your coffee. doesn't sound particularly appealing either to me, but I, I don't know about baby animal milk. <laughs> <laughs> so we're pl- passing on the cleansers and the colostrum. Ash, nice to chat today. Thank you for coming yeah. on Healthy Ish. Thanks. Oh, I know. It was all a bit grim this week. Parasite cleanse, colostrum. Well, colostrum's not grim, but... Yes, the Parasite Cleanse is. I think we'll all give that one a miss, perhaps. Anyway, if you do want to read more about any of those stories we just discussed, I will leave links to them in the show notes. Anything else from us, plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish or Extra Healthy-ish. If you do like hearing from Ash and I, make sure you rate and review this episode or subscribe to this podcast. Jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au if you want more info. You can join us on social media, grow our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And lastly, I want to thank you for listening to Healthy-ish. And we'll see you next time. Until then, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.